case. Now, what we need to think about is why has that dropped so much if they were creative geniuses before they went into school? Because that that inherently was a part of them. So there's some kind of conditioning there of the mind. And it starts in school. You know, they tell us, learn this, learn like academia, fit into a box. You can't talk. You can't do this. Like one of my, all at near enough, all of my school reports were like, she talks too much. Uh, I'm sorry. That's my superpower. Hey guys, welcome to our Soul Fan podcast where I interview space holders from all over the world. I'm your host, my name is Carolina, and I am the Connection Catalyst. Today on the show, we have Mel Rubin, the Expansion Coach. Welcome to the show, Mel. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. Thank you so much for, me, for inviting me on, even. Um, it's a pleasure to be here, it really is. I am so excited to talk to you because we're going to talk about a lot of exciting stuff. And I would love to start with a little bit of a backstory of yours. How did you decide that you would like to be an expansion coach? And when did your spiritual and self-development start? Oh, gosh. Um, so it, it quite literally fell out of nowhere into my lap. Um, I, I was in a really bad space like five years ago. It was 2017. I remember the night. It was July 2017. Um, and I, I was depressed. I was anxious. I'm not longer out of an emotionally abusive, toxic relationship. Uh, I was like drinking a bottle of wine every night and then binging on drinking drugs every weekend, comfort eating on food. I was toxic in my mind, body and soul living paycheck to paycheck, I was in such a bad space, like completely stuck in the system and the way the system wants us to be essentially, like small and stuck and toxic. And I was just scrolling through Facebook one night and I came across an advert that said, are you looking to radically transform your financial future? And I started an online business opportunity through that advert. And reason being is because I was at rock bottom and I was in such a bad space financially. Partner left me in a lot of debt, like over 30,000 pounds worth of debt. So I said to myself, if I don't change something, about what I'm doing and the direction that my life is going, then nothing's going to change. So I decided to jump into this high-ticket online marketing opportunity. And then I started working on myself because my coach was like, for you to be a successful entrepreneur, you need to do self-work and self-development and all of that stuff. So I started and I the first two books that I read on my journey were The Magic and A Happy Pocket Full of Money in conjunction with one another. So I quite literally started my online journey like into like moving towards entrepreneurship, my personal growth journey and my spiritual ascension journey exactly at the same time. Um, and through my journey I realized that my true passion in life was helping people was sharing my journey of growth was sharing what I was learning and naturally I'm just a giver I love giving I love sharing I always have done um so I've been building this high ticket marketing business for five years but throughout that journey because of the fact that I found my passion in helping people, that's when I decided to become a coach. Um, and primarily it was to help the people in my high ticket business so they could reach the success that they were seeking. And so I could be better coach them because 
the main reason people fail in anything in life, especially entrepreneurship, is because of their internal struggles and because of their limiting beliefs and their emotional traumas and their self-sabotaging habits. And I really want people to succeed in the way that they want to. So the way that I do that is by making sure that I like learn everything that I possibly can so I can help people in the very best way. Um, so in 2020, that's when I became an accredited coach. And since then, I've been coaching people in my organization. But then on top of that, I've also been coaching people one-on-one, -on -one, people who already have a business or don't want a business. Um, and I've just started doing programs because I just want to make things like uh, accessible for everyone because everyone's at a different journey a different stage and also a different budget as well so yeah it's been a very beautiful journey um and a, a journey that was not planned but it was because we know how the universe works right the universe was just like you're ready there you go <laughs> yes absolutely it's always like that That's beautiful, though, that you started all of this development at the same time, because then it's like, okay, I'm jumping into something completely new, a new way of living, uh, in a way, in all areas of my life. And maybe it's even easier sometimes to do it this way. It's like, okay, I'm changing everything, because nothing works, mm -hmm. so I need to change every single thing. So that's beautiful. That's nice how you, the universe uh, pushed you. And on that note, so you mentioned that, you know, you were working and you were in the system. I would love to talk about this breaking from breaking free from slavery uh, theme uh, that okay. I told you that we're going to touch upon because I also believe that you know working eight hours a day and then coming back home tired and then you know just eating some food watching tv and just go doing it all over again every day is slavery in a way like of course it's not <laughs> said as slavery but um, our system is set up in a way that we are just having toxins everywhere like toxic environments toxic food toxic chemicals toxic thinking right like everything is just toxic for us and it's kind of like we are in the system we are born into that we are learning from society from parents that this is how it's supposed to be but it shouldn't <laughs> and so i would like to ask you about let's say like a step-by-step -step guide or what people could do to break free from the system to just like you did right because you said that you were in the system so much you were unhappy and then you changed your life and you became happy I guess I'm kind of feeling that you are <laughs> so how do how would you guide people who are still maybe in the system or maybe for the people who would like to help others to break free um, from the system what would you say to these people I would say to look for someone that you vibe with and look for someone that you resonate with to learn from. Now, there are so many opportunities online um, where you can build your own income. It's just finding a way that works for you. Uh, and really and truly, like, there's no one size fits all. It's like you can say, oh, yeah, do this, 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 this and this. And then and then you'll get financial abundance. And it's like. There's no one, there's no one cookie cutter size because we all live different lives. So yes, that might work for Mr. Man that's single that hasn't got anything else to focus on and he can just do this, 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 and this, but it might not work for Mrs. Single Miss Single Mum with three children who has a lot of uh, responsibilities. So really and truly, it's finding uh, uh 
a way to build an income, most likely on the side at first while you're working your job and doing whatever and learning from people that you vibe with that can teach you. And also before actually jumping into any opportunity, really listen to yourself. Now this system, and I'm not just saying listen to your mind because the system that we've been brought up in has conditioned us to listen to the mind because the system wants to keep us small, but we've got so much inner knowledge and power within our bodies and within our intuition that a lot of the times we don't listen to our intuition. And that's the main thing that we need to be listening to. And this has been... Like I, I want to go deeper into this slavery and this system just so anyone that doesn't really know about it and they're like, what do you mean like slavery? This is new. Um, I really, I really want to get you to think about this and like it's not our fault and it's not our parents' fault and it's not the ones that cared about us fault because most of the time they didn't even realise. But if you just zoom out of your life, if you just zoom out of everything and just look at everything for the way that it is, as soon as we're born, there's a number to us. We're given, we're given a birth certificate and we're owned by the state, essentially, by this birth certificate straight away. And then we're put into school once we get to a certain age. Um, now, you don't have to believe every word that I say. Do your research. But there was a study that was done at some point. I'm not au fait on the numbers so um please like don't take it as gospel but there was a study done on children that went into school and before they went into school like 92 percent of them or something were creative geniuses and then once they got to age 12 only like 12 percent of them were creative geniuses and then and these tests were done on the same children growing up and then once they got to age 30 because of the system and like school and the corporate world and all of that stuff only 2% of those people were creative geniuses. Now, what we need to think about is why has that dropped so much if they were creative geniuses before they went into school? Because that, that inherently was a part of them. So there's some kind of conditioning there of the mind. And it starts in school. You know, they tell us, learn this, learn like academia, fit into a box. You can't talk. You can't do this. Like one of my, all at near enough, all of my school reports were like, she talks too much. Uh, I'm sorry. That's my superpower. And, you know, I only started to realize that that was my superpower. Once I really started doing the work on myself and sharing and talking about things. Whereas if this was actually nurtured in school, like, it makes me wonder, like, where would I be now? Like, I'm 30 years old now. Like, where would I be now if this was actually nurtured in school? And it's an actual fact that school is built as a factory for humans to fit into the industrial age so it benefits the capitalist system and society. To condition people to fall into line, to listen to uh, authority, to not question authority, and to not think for themselves, and to basically basically pass tests and pass interviews by memorizing stuff. And then we don't even remember it anyway. So then we ask ourselves like, why, why is this like this? And then 
we go into jobs that we don't even or we go on to uni and college and whatever because we're told it's the right way and then we go into jobs most of the time after uni that have nothing to do with what we studied because they won't even let us into these jobs without experience so then we fall into other jobs and then we're miserable and then we're angry and then we're depressed and we use different escapism methods to get away from our anger and whatever's going on inside because of the way that this system has conditioned us. Now, the reason that it's slavery is because it puts us into this box. It makes us feel not enough and it keeps us small and it keeps us stuck. And that's what they want. They want to keep us small and they want to keep us stuck so they can control us. And so they they can manipulate us and they can put us into this box of fear. So like the last two years, for instance, if they want to do something like that in the world, people are like, oh, my God, yeah, I'll put something in my body that they've told me is a clinical trial until 2023. I don't know what I'm doing, blah, blah, blah. So it's like... There's, there's a bigger agenda here. And if you zoom out even further, there's even more slave classes. It's not just us in our westernized system. It's also countries as well. And it's also like, you know, if you look at third world countries and the amount that they're paid for the work that they do in comparison to how much that like Western people are charged. Like there's so many different layers of slavery in our Western world that who does it benefit? It benefits the the fat white man with a load of cash that that doesn't that, that is just destroying the world. So it's a very deep, deep subject, and there's so much to it. But we really need to open our eyes and look at it and look at how it's affecting us and not take their word for it. And that's what school really set us up for is to take their word for it on the news of this is what's happening. And also to fall into line of jobs. You're only worth 15 grand a year. What? You're only worth 15,000 pounds or $15,000 a year. You're worth so much more than that. Like, why are you allowing people to tell you how much you're worth and how to spend your time? Like, no, no. And like, once we come to this realization, really and truly it is, it's finding what way works for us. And there's so many different ways. Like, I can sit here and talk about the way that allowed me to break free from the system all day. Um, and that vibes with me. And you know what? If you're interested in finding out, go and check out my social. Come and speak to me and I'll talk to you about it. But with that being said, it might not vibe with you. So dropshipping might vibe with you. E-commerce might vibe with you. Like, there's so many different options. It's just looking for it. And once you start looking for the options, the options start coming to you. And the main thing about these options as well is when you are looking into them is connecting to yourself. Do I vibe with this person? Does this person make me feel good? Can I, does it feel expansive in my chest? Do I want to move forward with them? Does it feel expansive in my chest? Or does my gut recoil? 
And that's the most important part. This is you like your mind will be like, even if your gut is like, no, your mind will be like, yeah, that looks good because they're promising. I've gone through it. <laughs> this was part of my journey for learning about my intuition and my guidance. I've gone through it. I invested in someone that I didn't believe in, but I believed in the vision and it didn't work. So I, I, I completely understand it. Right. So listen to your chest listen to your heart, listen to the expansiveness. And when you find something that vibes with your mind and your body, and you like the person and you truly believe that they can help you go with them. There's so many different options. So just quite frankly, find an option that you like the idea of and go with that. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Thank you so much for sharing all that. I feel like it's so important to talk about these things because not many people talk about it because it's quite scary for people as well to speak their truth and to bring it to the surface, right? Like with, yeah, with the pandemic and with all these things going on, um, we don't actually really know what is there behind uh, all of this that is happening. So it's really important to bring it and to talk about it and to even just question, just question things, not take everything as they tell us, um, whoever it is, governments, you know, TV, whatever, media, uh, but to just really check and question in ourselves and bring it into our heart and see, okay, what is in alignment with me, not what someone else tells me to do. So thank you so much for speaking it out. Uh, I really, really appreciate it. And so on this note, because we are talking about creating a new life, right? Not to be in the system that much, not having to work uh, for eight hours a day, or maybe even sometimes 12 people work. <laughs> Some people, it's freaking crazy. But I would love to know, like, if, for example, someone would like to um, have their own business and this is a podcast full of uh, healers and coaches and so on. And a lot of people are very much born healers or born coaches and they are very, very skilled in leading people, right? Or helping people and so on. Um, but it's also sometimes people say, oh, there is so many people already out there, you know? So I'm thinking how to stand out as a spiritual leader or as a coach or as a healer out of all these people especially now that there is such a boom uh, for spirituality it's almost like um fashionable <laughs> to be vegan or to be you know to wear a, a mandala on your shirt or whatever like it it becomes kind of like mainstream but i think it's maybe even better because more and more people know about it but of course it has some downsides because some people um are just you know um not representing in a way the values and just you know for example i heard yesterday from my best friend that one of the polish ladies um that just started to be a very quote-unquote spiritual went to the mainstream tv and when people were uh, let's say having arguments with her about uh, or just you know telling her telling arguments for the conventional healing and she would you know uh, have have something to say about like holistic healing she would just take a shamanic drum and just like play around them and just sing some like random songs <laughs> and, and I'm just feeling like there is a lot of people who don't really know how to kind of like intertwine with the let's say quote-unquote normal world or like muggles let's say quote-unquote um <laughs> you know I call them muggles sometimes um but not not in deteriorating way it's just in a fun way you know um people yeah, who are yeah. kind of still like um on the other side of the veil in a way and how to how to stand out because like there is so many people and so many people also not fully in alignment not fully integrated and so what to do to be unique in all that and to actually really get people to look at you and not millions of other people on social media for example and it's simple just be yourself unapologetically and do the work so you can be yourself 
So you feel comfortable in being yourself. So you know who you are. So you have clarity about what you're about. And the issue is when people get involved in the online space and online business, um, they consume themselves in people within the same industry to see what they're doing. And they're like, oh, I should do that because they're successful when they're doing it that way. So I should do it that way. And they completely go against everything that they are because they think, oh, because they're successful doing it, I should do that because it obviously works for them. So it should work for me. No, it's not going to work for you because it's not you. And it's, it's not necessarily on your vibe. So firstly, it's fully understanding like who you are, what you're about, like what you want and really connecting to your heart and to your vision and to your message and to what you want to teach and how you want to come across, you know? Um, I, I, excuse the French, but I'm spiritual as fuck. Uh, and like, but I have my own way, right? Uh, and I live in Bali, I live in Ubud. I'm like surrounded by all of the spiritual people, but like, I mean, so it's so clicky here, and I don't care about saying it. It is. It's so clicky here that, oh, they're spiritual. Let's get together and, like, do things together. And because you're doing it, I'm doing it, and all of that stuff. Like, no, your spiritual journey is your own. Your voice is your own. Your message is your own. Yes, do the market research. Yes, find out what people are doing. Yes, see what works in a strategic sense, marketing sense, copywriting sense, sales sense, but then use what you learn from that market research and through what's working with reels and carousels and whatever, whatever content is like big and just make it into your own. And the only way that you can make it into your own and the only way that you can be apologetically yourself is if you do the work to connect with yourself, is if you take the time to be yourself and be with yourself, go out in nature, do the meditations, all of that stuff. Stop like so much consuming everyone else. If you find that you're consuming so many people on social and you're like, oh, I should do that. I should do this. I'm not doing enough. Unfollow them. Unfollow them and don't let them into your energy field. Like, and the thing is, it's like, to have a successful business that's really going to give you a comfortable life and the freedom life, like you, you don't need to reach a lot of people and to serve a lot of people, right? If you do your job really well. And it's like, if you really hone in on your message and what you have to offer and what you're about, that's all you need to do is just reach your people. You don't need to reach everyone. And the thing is, the more you, you are you, and the more in uh, energetic alignment of everything that you are and everything that you want and your mission and all of the good things and serving as well. Like not just doing it, not just doing it for yourself. Of course, that is a part of it. I got involved in this for the money to break free. There is an element to that. But then there's also an element to connecting to the bigger picture. What's the bigger picture here? Who do you want to help? What impacts do you want to make? And connecting to your heart and then leading with the heart and sharing with the heart. And then when we share with the heart, that's when we really truly attract our people. And that's when we really truly start to build the success that we're seeking. So it's really looking at the motivations that we have in respect to building our brand. And building our brand is really important. So it's really understanding like, 
what do I want my brand to be? How do I want people to perceive me? Um, and all of that good stuff. So yeah, in, in, in the long form, it's just be unapologetically you and don't be afraid to follow again what your intuition is saying. It doesn't matter if anyone else has done it before. In fact, it's even better if no one else has done it before because then you're a pioneer and then you're an innovator within your industry. And then once that blows up, people are going to be like, oh, I need to be like them. They're going to be like you were when you first started. Um, but, you know, then you can teach them not to be, basically. But, yeah, that's basically <laughs> it. It's just like be, be you, follow your intuition and, you know, just test out different things. And also like be compassionate with yourself because not everything's going to work. And that's the beauty of entrepreneurship. Like you learn, you fail, things flop, launches don't go the way that you consciously think they're going to go. But then it's like, okay, well, that didn't work. Let's try this. Let's try this. Let's try this. And really learning from the people again that you vibe with, learning from people that you feel have integrity and have ethics within their business because the way that this sphere is going we're moving away from old sales tactics in respect in respects to um like uh like fear and manipulation and like scarcity and all of that that's the old world that's the old way of thinking now we're building and creating a new world so a new world is all about joy. It's all about excitement. It's all about abundance. So when it comes to selling, when it comes to sharing what you have to offer, share it from a place of this is what I have. This is what it can offer. And like, how, how can you share what you have that's going to create joy, excitement, abundance, and a bodily activation in, in the person that's going to buy from you. Because you want people that are going to buy from you that are like, take my money, take my money, there you go. And they smile when, when the, the, they give you the money. That's what you want. And that's how you build longevity in your relationships. And some people are going to follow you for two, three, four years and not be in an energetic space to invest in you. But that's okay. If they're following you, they're watching you and eventually they'll invest in you. So carry on doing what you're doing. Be consistent, be you, show up through the ups, downs, um, goods, bads, happy, sads, twists and turns. And like what I would say is just be honest as well about your journey. Like be honest about where you're at. You don't need to be perfect because no one's perfect. That's the beauty of being alive and being and experiencing this human experience. Like we are nature. And nature is perfectly imperfect. You look at nature, you see like, you see dead things in nature. You see things that are like crumbling and crispy, like in the trees and the leaves and all of that. But as a collective together, nature is beautiful. And that's the same about you. And it's the same about your experience. And it's the same about everything that you're going through. So be compassionate and just be honest. Like don't hide, don't hide away. Um, we've been told to hide away when it comes to the negative side of things. No, that's the, that's the beautiful part of the human experience because when we really truly learn how to connect to all of that and to ourselves and to the experience, we can alchemize that negativity and that energy into a beautiful one and later down the line, bring it to the conversation when we're talking to anyone, especially if we want to help people self-actualize.
Mm-hmm. Yes, that's so spot on. Like seriously, everything that you said, I vibe with it with it so much. And especially the last part that you said, because we need to be ourselves for people to actually relate to us. We cannot just show our best self on Instagram or on Facebook or whatever, and then have everyone think that, oh, she's got such a perfect life. Because if we can say, okay, I'm vulnerable now, this is what I struggle with, people can actually be like, okay, I struggle with it too. So now that she's moved through it, maybe she can help me move through it too. So I feel like it's more relatable. People can relate to us so much more if we can show up as we are rather than trying to hide the quote unquote negative things. Although these negative things are not even negative because everything like everything negative that comes to us, something blossoms from it. We learn from it. We move through it and past it. And we are growing as a person. We expand more and more if something like that is coming. So I feel like if we can share these struggles, if we can share our own journey vulnerably with people, then the relationship that we built with our audience is way better because um, it's just more honest <laughs> and uh, just more direct, right? So that's just so beautiful that you mentioned that. But, you know, having said that, like, of course, everyone needs to find their own way, but there surely are some, let's say, tactics or like, let's say, general uh, ones or maybe some platforms or something like that, that uh, healers and coaches and also other people could use uh, to expand their their audience and to feel, I mean, I know that what feels in alignment with one person might not feel with the other, but generalizing, right? There might be some things that are helpful for people that maybe you found with your clients that, okay, this works for most of the people, let's say. Um, are there some kind of general, I don't know, platforms or tactics or something like that that you would be happy to share? Yeah, for sure. So um, at the mo- what we have to think about here is like, People are very busy. People have very short attention spans. So it's like, how can I best capture people's attention in the work that I do? And at the moment, people are really enjoying like reels uh, on Instagram, YouTube shorts, short videos. Like lives used to be very good. And it depends on your audience. Like some people's audience still do like lives. But when we're creating our content, we really do have to think about how we want it to land first off, and the amount of context that we want to give with what we're offering um, and the kind of community that we want to build. Now, for me personally, like I'm using Instagram Reels and YouTube Shorts, um, and I'm also using LinkedIn as well. LinkedIn is a very powerful uh, platform if used in the right way. Um, and if we actually make the connection with people rather than just market, 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 like we actually have to put in the effort. And that's the same with any platform, to be completely honest with you. It's it's building community around your platform and it's showing your people that you care. So, you know, it's not just on the forefront, it's in the background. Like, yes, the comments and showing people that you care and giving value, like giving free value, and showing people that you care through the free value that you give. But then in the background, through the messages, it's also giving value through that and giving resources too and showing them that you truly care. Like really building connection with your people because when people know that you care, then they care about you. If they don't think that you care about them and that you're all about making the money, they, they're not going to want to buy from you that like people buy from people that care about them. Um, So it's really important to show that you do. Um, 
And if you are going to use like reels and shorts and like short videos and stuff, definitely put captions on there because not everyone likes to listen with sound. So putting captions on there is really important. Um, if you're using stories, like stories are really good to sell on. So you should be selling on your story every day in one which way. I would say mix it up every day and, like, and deliver your message in a different way because people get bored seeing the same thing every day. Like, why would you know? Um, but don't be afraid to sell um, because the fact of the matter is, and if you are afraid to sell, you need to work out why because obviously you're in your business because you know it helps people. So if you're afraid to sell your business and sell your services, then it's you have to work through those blocks. Um, but selling on your stories and now you can add links on there, but a good way to understand who's actually interested in what you have to offer is putting polls on there. So you get the engagement and then you can reach out to them and put them on whatever like tracking list that you have. Um, but yeah, yeah, those, those are definitely good ones that work for me. Beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing. And yeah, I feel like uh, with these short videos, there is a little bit of a, in me, I feel uh, there is a little bit of resistance in a way that like now TikTok is so known and it's all about like short videos and, you know, people's attention span is just decreasing more and more. And for example, I feel like the energy behind TikTok is not really resonating with me personally because it's literally designed to to like bomb, like to, how do you say, bombard us with the dopamine hits all the time. And I feel like reels and shorts are quite similar. And I know that they can bring a lot of value. And I'm kind of like, maybe I have a little bit of a parts conflict in here that, uh, you know, one part of me is like, okay, I want to bring people value. But on the other hand, it's like, I don't want people to just be hit with dopamine all the time and to just change in a way that is not very healthy for them. And that brings me to this, uh, also this topic of like, okay, I would like to bring value to people, but also I don't know how much I vibe with um, having people sit on social media all the time because I would rather people have their life and just be, be here and now with people around them. And of course, technology is beautiful and we can use it for expansion. And if it wasn't for technology, we probably wouldn't be as spiritually evolved now because we wouldn't have access to all these teachers, all these perspectives, and it's great. And I, I truly believe it's it's awesome and, and it can help a lot of people. Um, and, you know, having all these healers and coaches online, actually, I feel like during pandemic was necessary to even move through it for a lot of people. And it's really nice, but also like, how do we balance it out? Because I feel like there are so many people now spending time on social media more than sometimes in everyday life. And I feel like maybe not in this community that we are um, speaking to right now, because these are usually conscious people and they are aware of themselves. But, you know, there is this line between like, okay, how much do I want to be on the social media? How much of my energy I want to put in there and how much of my energy I want to put in just living a life. And also if I'm contributing to the social media, to Instagram, let's say, I'm kind of contributing to people being there for extended periods of time and just in spending their time you know, on, on social media platforms rather than with their families, with their kids, with friends around them, or just being in nature or just living a, a normal life outside of technology in a way. And uh, so I'm really curious about your perspective on that, like how to find this alignment, because I feel like maybe it's again, a very, very individual matter, like how much time do you want to spend, but also how do you see it going in a way? Because there is just more and more on social media. And I feel like people spend more and more time there. And I feel like pandemic was also a time where people spent a lot of time online, uh, probably more than 
we should like naturally spend. And I feel like a lot of people might not go out of this pattern of like being online all the time. And we lose connection, you know, with people, we lose connection with ourselves, we lose connection with nature. So I'm curious to know your perspective on how would you go about it in terms of like really staying in alignment with yourself and with your values? So I would just say, just be intentional. Um, like, yeah, of course, there are going to be times where we just want to do things and like be brain dead, literally just do things that aren't really going to like do well for our brain. And what I would say with that is be intentional with that time. Like understand where you want to go, understand what you want to do, understand what you want. What do you want in life? And that's, that's the majority of people's issues is they don't even know what they want. So once we have a true understanding of what we want, the future that we want, the business that we want to build, the relationships that we want to cultivate, um, the way we want our relationships to be, how often we want to see people, how often we want to spend time on ourselves, how often we want to do uh, like different hobbies and go out and socialize and meet new people. Once we do that work and that self-reflection to understand what we want, then it's easy for us to understand how to spend our time when it comes to social media so like you know as a as a as a online business owner like there's a lot of I spend a lot of time on social when it comes to uh content creation well not a lot of time it's like I I know I need to content create I know I need to speak to people in my dms um that's basically it, really. Content create and speak to people in the DMs. And so long as I'm intentional with my time, I get that done in what? Two, three hours in a day. And that's intentional building my business. So that's for my future. Yeah. And then mm. like, it, and it's working out. Okay. Well, I mean, anyway, we should be turning our phone off an hour before bed on airplane mode. So we get away from the phone and the gamma rays and all that. Cause our phone's with us every day and the, all of the rays and whatever from the phone is not good for our bodies. So we need to be turning our um, phone on airplane mode at least an hour before bed. So we can start calibrating to go to bed and having a really good, deep regenerative sleep. And then when we wake up, don't reach for the phone straight away. As soon as you wake up, your morning should be dedicated to you. Depending on your situation, you should be dedicating the first part of your morning to you. Uh, it, it started with me when I was, when I was, because when I started my journey, I was working for the bank full time and then I was delivering pizza. Like, so I was really low on time. So when I first started, um, like, I only had like 15 minutes in the morning, but I was intentional in spending that time on me, in spending that time on conditioning my mind and all of that good stuff on my gratitude and all of that good stuff. And for us to grow, we really need to be intentional about spending time on ourselves every single day, the morning especially. And then if we want to grow and learn new things and build something for ourselves, it's like, okay, well, when in my day can I um, like personally develop and personally expand? And what works best for me? Is reading good for me? Or am I best to listen to an audio book? Or am I best to listen to a podcast? So it's really working out how and where we spend our time and how often um, we're going to see people and spending time doing the things that we love and all of that good stuff. And just being intentional with the consumption part of social media. 
Because we can either go on social media to consume or create. So then when we're going on it to consume, if we're, if we're consuming like growth stuff, that's great. But if we're consuming stuff that's just not going to be good for our mind, firstly, why? Like if you're following anyone that's, that makes you feel bad, that's negative, stop right away, please, because it's not good for you. You're basically conditioning yourself to be negative and you're conditioning yourself to be jealous. You're choosing to do that. So why are you choosing to do that first off? So unfollow them. Um, And when it comes to like consuming content that's going to benefit you, it's like putting a limit on it. It's okay to do that. There's nothing wrong with it. It's like, I I love just consuming and going through my feeds because I do learn a lot. And, you know, then there's uh, videos from like Unilad or puberty that make me laugh and I see nature and like, I've got nature videos on there too. So it's really like curating your social in a really good way. But then it's like, okay, half an hour's up, done. I'm going to do something that serves me now. And it's like, it's having a balance of things in your life and in your day that serve you and don't serve you. It's balance, it's moderation. You know, if you really want true health, you need to give yourself the whole spectrum. What's, it's the point of being human, right? So what I would say is like, at least strike up a balance of like 80, 85% of things that serve you and 15 to 20% of things that don't, including social scrolling so it's like part of that part of my day is social scrolling maybe I like playing video games maybe I like watching the tv but the whole point of it is just being really intentional and the only way that we can be intentional is by really connecting to what we want like if we don't want to socialize I mean I didn't socialize through the pandemic for a couple of years really because I was really working on myself and I was at that stage but now I'm at a stage in my life where I'm like I want to spread my wings. So that's now part of my priority and my intention and where I'm putting my attention is going out and meeting people and socializing and stuff. So, and it's also checking back as well on a regular basis, uh, every six months, because as we grow, we change and our priorities change and what we want changes. And like, if you're building your business on social, it, you know, it's a given that you're going to be on technology, whether it's on social media or whether it's on Canva or Trello or whatever apps you use to build your business. It's a given that you're going to be on there to do the producing work. But again, it's intentionality, creation, consumption. Am I creating and building my business or am I consuming? And it's asking yourself these questions. And if you're consuming, there's a time limit. If you're creating, there's also an intentionality with that time limit if you want to. I mean, for me, like being a reflector in the human design, I can't do time blocks. I can't. I've tried. I've tried. So I like really go with my flow. um, And like that works for me when it comes to creating my business. Because like if I tell myself I need to put stay in a box and do something, it's not good for my flow. Um, but then it all depends on what works for you. And that's the beauty, again, of this human experience is we do things, it doesn't work. Okay, that doesn't work. Let's try this. That doesn't work. Let's try this. Um, so it's finding what works for you and it's finding what makes you feel good. And if you're finding that your uh, usage of social media and that your usage of technology is not making you feel good, 
then you need to cut it down or you need to be more intentional with the way that you're using it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing all that. I totally agree that intention is everything because this is where we direct our energy. And if we have an intention for literally anything in our life, whether it's an intention to drive safe to work or whether it's an intention to have a beautiful, healthy meal, or if, it, if it's an intention to create something beautiful for our business, this helps to direct the energy where it has to be. And it blossoms with the most beautiful um, results as well. So thank you so much for mentioning it. Okay. So for the people who really resonate with you, they would like to see more of your content and uh, get to know you more. What is the best way to find you? I'm on literally all social platforms. <laughs> you can find me on my name. So my name is Mel M. Rubin. So M for mother in the middle. Um, except for Facebook, it's Miss Mel M. Rubin. So yeah, any social platform. I'm mainly on Instagram um, and I'm branching myself out more so on LinkedIn and uh, YouTube. Uh, but yeah, Instagram is probably the best place that you can reach me. Beautiful. Thank you so, so much for sharing yourself with us and for all the wisdom that flowed through you. It's been really a great conversation. So I'm sending you so much gratitude. Thank you so much for having me on, me on here. It's been an absolute pleasure. And yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm very, very grateful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, beautiful souls, for being with us and listening to us. I really loved chatting with Mel and I hope that you loved this conversation as well. If you'd like to find SoulFam Podcast on Instagram, it's at we are SoulFam. And if you'd like to find me, I am The Connection Catalyst. You can check out my content and I'm sending you so much gratitude for being with us and stay tuned to the next episode.